We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And the Knicks will now move into fifth place, one game ahead of Brooklyn, who lost earlier tonight. As the Knicks finish up this road trip 2-2 two and two, and win another road game. 22-14 and 14 on the road. This one a riveting victory after a sluggish start, and Deuce McBride with the best game of his young NBA career. That mini little three-game losing streak now in the rearview mirror. That's 11 of 14. The Knicks have one here as they are trying to stake their claim on the fifth seed in the East as we head home with 11 games to go now in the season. All right. Let's go. Benji is here. I didn't know if you were, gonna, if you were coming through um, for this Celebration. This is absolutely a celebration um, of a Knicks win in Portland. 123-107. This is a game that um, we are going to probably look back on maybe after the season. Maybe when we think back on the season, you know, years from now, everybody be like, oh, yeah, that was when the Knicks, you know, beat that crappy Portland team that finished like uh, 36 and, you know, whatever, 40, whatever you have to get to 36 wins. Um, you know, and it was not like, a close game and this and that. No, this was a gutty, gritty, tough effort from a Knicks team that came out and all anybody should have thought when they came out like they did, not with a lack of effort and certainly not with a lack of defensive effort, maybe a little lack of defensive poise, um, but just like last game of a four-game road trip. It's what it was. It was all over the place. It was so obvious. And they still found a way. And they found a way against a team that is um, not a very good team. And you could argue, after watching their second half performance, maybe a broken team. Um, but I'll leave that to um, those who uh, endeavor in talking about such things. But for now, though, <laughs> I will, you know it's going through my head. For now, <laughs> it's our. Uh, for now, though, I turn it over to Benji. Benji, your thoughts on, uh, I think, a really fun a fun night uh, in, uh, in Knicks land. Late night Knicks. Uh, yeah, uh, that was a fantastic second half performance. Yeah. Uh, it was shaky in the first half for sure. Looked like a team that was at the end of a long West Coast road trip. But they kicked it into gear with tremendous assistance from their bench. And these are the types of games where your depth and your bench are the most essential. Not only because Brunson's out, which already kind of eats into your into your depth, but then because legs are tired, 
the energy wasn't really there from the jump. And you have a guy like Deuce McBride, who was a revelation tonight. And you have a guy like Josh Hart, who has been a revelation since he arrived. And you have a guy like Isaiah Hartenstein, who has become their closing center here all of a sudden. Uh, More often than not, uh, he's been a tremendous jolt of energy over the last, I don't know, a couple months now. And so they were huge tonight in turning the whole game around. I buried the lead. Um, I buried the lead and in my defense, it's not much of a defense because the lead is Deuce McBride, as you just said. Um, the only defense I could muster for not uh, uttering his name explicitly in my little opening there is because this team is a team in the sense that they have so many different players who have a tendency to step up when they need. And up and down this roster. And this was a game I think and you're you just tweeted out your grades. I don't think nobody played poorly in this game. You didn't give out a single C, you gave out a couple couple B minuses, but like everybody played well. And it is really just a nice, such a nice luxury to know that it's a roster full of guys, including again a guy like Deuce. And even you could honestly you could extend this to Fournier if we want to think back to the Philly game. Guys who are not even in the rotation who are capable of coming in and literally changing a game and winning a game for you. Um, and Deuce did that tonight. I- I'm going to let you talk on Deuce because I know you have tracked him and paid attention to the subtleties of his game very closely since he got drafted. Um, I will just say that is the best game of his young career and toss it to you. Oh, terrific. Yeah. And, you know, I remember I was on here and I forget after the which exact game it was, but it was just prior to the Josh Hart deal. And I said, he's made real strides. Um in terms of his off the dribble game, his aggression on offense, because early in the season, there wasn't much of anything on the offensive end. And he was clearly starting to make strides once they went to that nine man rotation and he came into it. We were seeing the improvement and then they made the heart deal and he was cut out. And I, th- I said at the time, like, look, Josh Hart, if they get him is really good. He's better than Deuce McBride right now. It's a win, but like it is, a, it is a shame that this guy who's seemingly improving right now and finding his stride is going to have to be relegated to the bench. But the beauty of the NBA is you're going to get another shot. You know, guys yeah. do get hurt and guys are out. And Tibbs certainly trusts him. Uh, and what he did coming in, and now the shot making is coming along, which is the last piece of it. But he's making plays on offense. And defensively, it's always been. And even, I mean, tonight, as impressive as the offense. I was about to say. He, yeah. got, that, he got the Dame assignment when Grimes got in <laughs> foul trouble and was phenomenal. And Dame had it. Look, Dame's Dame. But like denying the ball on some possessions, forcing it out of his hands, aggressive without fouling, like and making some closeouts in certain areas of the floor. That block he had in transition was insane. Oh my goodness. What athleticism. Holy cow. Like just he did everything right. I mean, he did everything right tonight. Could have probably was the best Nick on the floor for the second straight game, which is insane to say. But I think it's true. A guy, again, uh, it has to be repeated. A guy who is out of the rotation and who, again, I don't think either of us are sitting here today and saying, like, when Brunson comes back, they still have to find, they have to find a way to get Deuce's minutes. You'd like to see maybe, you know, Tibbs pick a spot. Situ- I mean, you know, it's a joke, the whole situational thing at this yeah. point. But, like, it, it second straight game, guy out of the rotation. And he's been arguably I don't, I, tonight. It was not arguable. It, the Lakers game, you could have made maybe an argument for somebody else. I don't think tonight yeah. there was any argument. Um, the best guy on the floor. 
uh, and a testament to him and a testament to everybody, you know, uh, up and down who's who's uh, helped develop him and and the, obviously the team for drafting him. I'm fascinated to see how how he plays into their plans um, for next year, if they have enough confidence to go into next season, penciling him in as, okay, he's going to be one of our guys. We'll worry about that at a later time. And just the last thing on Dame, I kind of think we're at the point, especially with no grant tonight. And with like Simon's didn't really have it. Like this sounds insane. You could kind of say they limited him to 38 points on 11 of 26 shooting again. It sounds insane coming out of my mouth. And then you look at the numbers that he's put up over the last several months and what he's capable of. And I thought Deuce's ball denial on a couple of those possessions that you pointed out in real time. Just absolutely. Um, yeah, really awesome. Uh, yeah. Who, who do you want to go to next? Uh, we can- well, I, I, I want to speak on that Dame thing for a second. Yeah, please. I thought the strategy was clearly to get the ball out of his hands as it should have been. And early in the game, Thibel made a couple of threes. Wofford made a couple of threes. And you're like, what the hell's going on? But I don't think the Knicks really blinked. At that, there were there was definitely there were some errors in terms of picking up Dame in the right spots where like he walked into a couple threes that you really can't allow him to. So it wasn't perfect tonight, but generally speaking, I thought especially when Grimes was on him and, and then that was the foul issue. But like in general, I thought Grimes was pretty good at just pressuring him and getting him off the ball and forcing other guys to beat you. And that roster is just not good enough to beat you. They're just not. If you if you Right, and Dame could easily go off for 50 on any night. So 38 is like, he played really well. He's really excellent. Knicks made a couple of errors and fouled too much. But overall, I thought the defensive strategy and execution was good enough. Uh, You give up 107 points to this team. This is still a really good offensive team. They can't play defense for crap, but they're a good offensive team. And I thought generally the game plan and execution was good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying. So Josh Hart has been here. Do you know off the top of your head how many... How many games? And I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. It's been so the nine game winning streak. Then they lost three so in a 13. row, and now they've won their last two. Right? Fourteen, something like that. Does that yeah. sound right? Sounds okay. Right. So the stats won't be updated yet. They won't be updated yet. But since the Josh Hart trade, and I think this is a perfect segue because we'll. I'll. You could talk about anybody you want before you you go, but I'm gonna try to get you out of here early because I know you're not feeling well. Since the Josh Hart trade, your two NBA leaders before tonight, and tonight, by the way, Josh Hart was a plus 26, <laughs> and Isaiah Hardenstein was a plus 20. Those numbers are not in the stat that I'm about to read. Since the Josh Hart trade, your NBA leaders in plus minus, total plus minus. Isaiah Hardenstein, number one, plus 135. Josh Hart, number two, plus 123. And then you got some bucks in third and fourth. These two guys, um, I think, are two and three in some order in terms of the next most impressive players tonight. And they're just, man. Remember we wanted to run Hartenstein out of town? That was fun. The Hart connection. I mean, Hart, first of all, he had eight assists tonight. (laughs) He had eight assists and three steals. I mean, 16, 9, 8, and 3. That is some line, plus 26. Um, it's eerily similar, and he's a very different player. But it is eerily similar to the Derrick Rose deal two years ago oh, and no. the impact that it's made. I knew you were going there. And specifically what it's done to like turbocharge this second unit. It's like in both years, they were kind of missing one ingredient in one element to like get the pace going, which gets Obi going and like connects the whole 
thing. And now you got Hartenstein throwing those outlet passes and Hart can lead the break like that unit needs to play with pace. And now they are again and they're dominating the league again. I mean, they're dominating the league. This is right now the best bench in basketball. And I mean, what else? I mean, there's really not much else to say about Josh Hart. He has been as incredible an acquisition as you could have possibly dreamed about. And the Knicks have now pulled this off in two out of three years at the trade deadline, which is which is pretty remarkable. Um, yep. Hartenstein is <clears throat> has found his groove with this team. He's been more aggressive in pick and roll, which I think is one reason he closed this game specifically, was I think Tibbs liked him attacking Dame and Simons out there. Uh, he's a little more comfortable in that coverage, whereas Mitch likes to be in drop, which is a tough coverage to play against the Blazers specifically. That said, he's now closed in three out of four games. I think, look, Tibbs is going to go with the better guy, and I think it's fair to say Hartenstein's been the better guy over the last couple of weeks. He's just, well, I shouldn't say that. Over the last four or five games, at least, he's been the better center. He is contesting everything at the rim, which is what you know he was advertised as coming in, was a guy who mm-hmm. protects the rim. He is now doing that. And he's been aggressive in pick and roll coverage. And he made a couple of nice plays offensively in terms of passing the basketball tonight. He's a good screen setter. He's a good outlet passer. Like all the stuff that we thought he would do, he's he's now starting to do. And it just fits perfectly. Him and Hart together have been a powerhouse duo. Last two things. Um, number one, Julius Randle briefly, we should mention, like came out, wasn't hitting the shot early. I, I don't I forget what words you used in your tweet a minute ago, but I I I've played within himself. I don't know if that's a proper term, like just a really solid game from Julius that they needed. Yeah. I, we've seen that a bit now. Like I feel, I feel like other than that, that, that collapse he had against the, the Clippers, he hasn't like after that nine game win streak, he was shooting like fireballs out of his brain and I, you know, it wasn't going to last. And the shot has gone away from him a bit. Cause look, he's not a 40% three point shooter. Like he's just not, he's not that good a shooter. He's a, he's a he's okay shooter and he shoots with volume and that's fine. And we, uh, we know the, all the reasons that he's doing that. We think it's good for the team overall, but the shot's not coming now. And, and it first quarter was ugly. Cause he's just missing a lot. And he's settling a lot. I thought he made a concerted effort at, from that point forward to get to the rim, draw doubles, uh, offensive rebound, make plays, like just do things that helped win without making those shots. Cause he knew he didn't have that. I thought that was a really good pivot. Uh, and I thought against the Lakers, it was, you know, he had a, again, I got off to a really bad start and then he found the shot. Right. Yep. And I, I think that turned that game around, but this was a different sort of game, but I think a very positive step for him where, and, and started getting at the refs a little bit, but didn't let it get to him to the point yep. where it kind moment. of yep. derailed the team. Um, he played within himself and he was solid. And, you know, I think one guy we haven't mentioned that, we probably should because it was kind of I'm gonna, quiet. Go I'm, gonna ahead, ba- I'm about to. I was, I was yeah. going to finish with. By the way, only two turnovers for Randall. The Knicks as a team only had 12 turnovers, which sounds about average. They had six turnovers on the first quarter, and then they had six the entire rest of the game. Wow. Um, again, I, I think the Blazers' um, defense gets some some credit for that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have a fucking problem on my hands uh, tomorrow because, yeah. again... I blame Canada and hockey for whoever thought of this three stars <laughs> concept that I've adopted for the last three couple of years with my newsletter. Manuel quickly had 26 points on um, 14 shots and not to be not, not not to get pointed out. RJ Barrett, 22 points on 13 shots, including several buckets when this game was very close and this game was very much in doubt. When it was like, okay, the Knicks are having some problems generating offense. And RJ put his head down and he got them some important buckets. The quickly stuff more came on threes and getting to the line. Um, 
How about 10 rebounds for quick? I was about to, yeah, I was, my attention was drawn to that. 10 rebounds, three assists, 26 points on, on 14 shots, not a, and four of eight from deep. Uh, not a bad little stat line. So yeah, let's finish up on that, please. Yeah. I mean, quick, I thought found his legs tonight in a way that he's been maybe missing a bit since that Boston game. He just looked more like himself defensively recovering, rotating all over the place. Oh, so many great rotations tonight. Felt like, I mean, so he, Simons was his assignment. Now, I'm not saying it was all because of quickly's one-on-one defense, but he did not have a very good game until the end. He started shooting a bit on Obi Toppin in isolation, but otherwise didn't really get going in this game, which was really important. Yep. Um, and it, offensively, like he made a couple of those like classic quickly, like causing timeouts from deep, like during a run threes tonight. But yep. otherwise, it was kind of a quiet 26. It was kinda, the quietest 26. Kind of jumped out at me when I saw that. I didn't. I just didn't did. kind of process it as was happening. But what he does now is he's making shots, obviously, but he's so he's good at getting to the line where like he kind of just like jumps into you, initiates that contact, he gets the call and you get six points out of those free throws. That's a game changer for him and the way he's able to contribute on the offensive end. But I, you know, I love quickly coming off the bench. I'm looking forward to obviously Brunson coming back, but I like when quickly can come in and just like play loose offense Right now, he's doing a lot of table setting in the first quarter, and it's been uneven because I, I don't know if that's him. Like, But to his credit, he's done it really well, and he's within the flow of the game now in a way that he's not when he's off the bench. Like He understands he's got to get Randall's touches. He understands he's got to get Barrett going, and, and I think those guys have been beneficiaries of that as well. Um, just making strides as a point guard, um, I think he's shown himself to be quite a qualified starter. He is. Oh. He's awesome. I mean, he's, he he played great tonight. We're. I think we're so far past him showing himself to be a starter. He's Manuel quickly, uh, really good basketball player. Look, uh, it's six games without Brunson. I'm because the Sacramento game. I'm not. I'm not counting that. And um, they went three and three. They went three and three, and five of those games are on the road. And I get. Yeah, you lost to Charlotte at home, and you 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 know, but even so. Can't can't really have asked for a, a, a much better stretch. Benji, yeah. I'm going to let you get the hell out of here because you're feeling like crap. And you <laughs> Thanks, <brother. laughs> were absolutely a trooper tonight. And uh, and right now, uh, please get some sleep. Thank you, brother. Late night Knicks, guys. Get crazy. Don't, don't get stuck on any planes, okay? We're going to talk about the minus 27 tonight. Uh, I'll let you have that one. Talk yeah. to you later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Um, okay, uh, personal injury report. Uh, Andrew Claudio. John Macri. Even money odds. Uh, Brunson plays Saturday. You taking it? Ooh. Um, think on money, that as I even think on money? that as I as I read, read this. Um, what we always do, which is this is the personal injury report presented by the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum. Personal injury attorneys here today for all of your personal injury needs. Call them at 212-366-6100. Again, 212-366-6100. If you are unsure as to whether you have any personal injury needs, call them anyway because they will give you an absolutely free consultation and let you know uh, everything you could possibly want to know from a group of veterans, not rookies. Again, 212-366-6100 or visit them at weissandrosenblum.com. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. But uh, yeah, if you have any questions, go to them. Uh, yeah, Jalen Brunson. He's the only guy again on the personal injury report. Is he playing on Saturday? I would think so. I think so too. 
However, the other element of Deuce doing this is you feel a little more confident. Now, I get it. It's Denver and it's the best team in the West who has lost four games in a row and actually looks very sketchy. Lost to the San Antonio Spurs the other night. Bulls, so, Spurs, Nets, Raptors. Yeah. So they're beatable and they're they're going, I guess, not West Coast to East Coast, but Western Conference to East Coast. A matinee, day, a matinee game at MSG. So um, maybe you do just give it another day with Brunson. And this way he gets a full 10 days off going into that Minnesota game. You know, I. You know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I wouldn't have thought I was going to say this, but I don't think he plays on Saturday. I think he makes his return to Minnesota. I, I, think, I've, Excuse I think I've talked myself into the same outcome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this is, this is again, is the beauty of what this season's been and what the last two games have showed us and how deep this team is and how guys step up. Um, <clears throat> Nick's teams of years past go 0-4 on this road trip, and we need him to come back and be a savior against Denver. Um, and instead, we're going to be playing in that game on Saturday with, well, they're going to be playing in that game on Saturday <laughs> from a position of strength. Um, and that's, that's the cool part about this this kind of win. You know, um, who did you say you didn't want to mention, John? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I just I know we have moment of the game. That's oh, it. moment of the game. OK, we'll go to that first because you and Matt I'm just. The, the chat may come through for you tonight. Is I mean, there were, I, there were several very meaningful moments in this game from several uh, New York Knicks. Uh, I have so three, a lot to choose. So I'll let you go first, though. I I think there's a very real possibility we have a completely different three. Let me start with the one that I think is the most likely one that you have. It was a possession where several players made uh, had nice defensive. Uh, there was nice defensive rotations. It resulted in a Josh Hart steal and ended up in a Deuce McBride dunk to make it ninety nine to. I, I, I always write down the Knicks score. I never write mm-hmm. down what it makes it ninety nine to something. Is that one of your entrants? That is one uh, okay. Hart steal to Deuce dunk. <clears throat> made it ninety nine to eighty four. Okay, good. Yep. So we're we're one for one. Um, I. There's got to be a deuce three somewhere in there. Do you have a deuce three? I have multiple deuce threes. As I only get three moments. I know. I only get three. I'd. I'd So here's what I did. There's got one in mind, but there's the deuce three. It's a corner three on a hard assist to make it. I think actually it's an OB assist to make it. It was an OB assist. Ninety six eighty one. Oh, so that's the OB. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. The OB assist to make it 9681. Yeah. Beginning of the fourth, yeah. we were all kind of like, okay, you got the lead to 10, the second yep. unit. Portland adjusts and has Dame come out to start the fourth. You're wondering yep. if they can weather a Dame storm. And immediately the, the Knicks go up to 15. The league gets up to 15 and it never really got that close after that. So that's abs- absolutely one of them. Okay. So let's do that one. Let's see if we could go three for three. I have two contenders for the last one. The when the Knicks they, they tied the game a few times in the third quarter, but there was one instance where it was an Emmanuel quickly three that tied it that felt especially big because it felt like Portland was kind of holding them off. The problem there was that was followed by a Dame three to put them back up, um, but obviously by three points. I want to say, yeah, the quickly three made it sixty eight sixty eight. And then you could also talk about the RJ and one, 
which followed, which tied it again. And then there was another Portland three. It was really, it was an entertaining third quarter, a lot of back and forth. So one of those, maybe the one I, I actually want to go to, and this may sound nuts. There was a Josh Hart three that made it. This is going to sound crazy. 113 to 96. And there was something about that three that felt big in the moment because Portland had scored two consecutive baskets. And that three felt like, okay, not tonight. We're not letting it. This is not going to be a close one tonight. We're keeping the distance. I don't know. Did you have either of those? So, no, um, I do understand why you think those are those are the big ones. That third quarter was big. There is one other third quarter moment, though, and it's when the Knicks took the lead for good for the rest of the game. That's and it was a Josh Hart assist to a Deuce McBride three to make it 80 to make it 78 to 76, See. which was then followed by a um, which was then followed by a uh, left to right um, Josh Hart layup, which then followed the another Deuce McBride three to make it 83 to 78. And we were off and running to a double digit win. So, you know what? Let's make it an old deuce uh, moment of the game yeah. entry, and we'll we'll do those three. Perfect. I do want to mention um, the RJ block that. Oh yeah, uh, the very good defense on Thibel trying to back him down. It was either Thibel or, or Simons. I I would imagine it's Thibel actually, but um, that that block was one that stood out to me. So. Apparently, there was a chase down in the first half. I should let people know behind the scenes, and you're welcome, everybody. I missed the entire first half because I was at the Rangers game tonight watching James Stolen's other team that is potentially going to win a title this year, and they won. And then I showed up for playback in the second half. Everybody was dejected because of how bad the first half was. And all I saw was a team dominate a broken there, Portland Trailblazers team. So, yeah, there, th- this play, had, th- this game had a lot of low key, or had a lot of. Really big moments, especially in the second half. There was a chase down in the first half. Um, They're saying it was Deuce in the chat. Yes, it was. Jeez, an all Deuce. So uh, that's actually what it should be. A Deuce chase down, a Deuce dunk, and a Deuce three-pointer to give him the lead for good. Um, it's a Deuce, Deuce type of game. Yes. Good thing he's in Triple the Triple Deuce. Exactly. Good thing he's in the extended rotation. I should yes. Say. All right. Yes. Uh, I'm he sure played we got uh, about 25 meaningful minutes tonight, Jonathan. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, me all right, Let's... Let's uh let's get to the super chats. Please. Let's do it. And thank you everybody uh for watching and being with us. It is 12:50 in the AM. 12:50 in the AM. Almost a thousand people watching live. Oh, that's great. Make sure you hit that like button, please. It helps us out. Get yes. get uh get other people to see this tomfoolery that we engage in. As Nick fans. All right. We start ourselves off with Red Sarachek. What's going on, Red? Deuce can be meaningful come May if we let him know. Um, it's the question that I would expect to dominate tonight. And I'm kind of throwing up my hands. Um, a nine-man rotation has worked for this team. It is it, not... It, let's maybe go a little stronger than that. Since the team has gone to a nightmare rotation, they have, and it may, it may have, no, they're, they're still going to be in third because they have, there was a little distance between uh, whoever was in second and them, but they have the third best net rating in the NBA. And they're top five in wins since they went to the nightmare rotation. They're like, like they found a formula and it works. Um, and there's no, there's, there's no 
there's no candidate to be like demoted from the nine man. So then it's like, okay, is it worth tinkering? Right? Is it worth tinkering to get Deuce on the floor just be just to 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 get his impact, to get his and I, I'm not going to curse um, after this. I'll try at least not, uh, but to get his fuck shit up impact in the game because that is a real thing and what i suspect will happen is if they do get to you know playoff basketball and a game starts out and for whatever reason they just don't have it i think i think that's when tibbs goes to deuce um and i that that's a gr- amazing luxury to have um i i would not expect him to but i also think there will be games where you probably won't see him um but i but the flip side of that coin is if if there are games where you don't see him at all i would expect there to be good reason why you don't i don't think it, I, I don't think it'll be the type of game where it's like man how is he not going to do this we're, we're we're low energy or we're, we're we really need a spark like i think if you get if we get to a situation where it's like okay they need a spark they need something i bet you, you see deuce in those situations absolutely thanks red Good way to start us off with that question. Uh, and again, I don't pretend to know the right answer. I mean, this is, this guy's he's an NBA rotation player. You know, it's, it's what he is. Bulldog boxing promotions prediction. Do we turn to deuce in a playoff game? Again, just just answer this question. I think we will. I, I would I would bet on it right now that you will see. I, I was going to use a certain word. I'll try to use a different word. Um, you will see. <laughs> minutes that matter from deuce in a playoff game this year for the Knicks. I'll say that. Thanks, Bulldog. I'm not taking the bait. You don't have to. Next Super Chat. Bulldog Boxing Promotions. Cam's minutes were very meaningful tonight. Um, I don't know what word that would be with the F followed by three asterisks. Uh, The Hive. Look... (laughs) Can we get these out the way? There are several just like this. So let's just... just Pile them on. Go ahead. Sam Garcia. Hey, Sam. Um, Firstly, shout out to Deuce. What an unbelievable performance. Secondly, is this finally the day the Cam Hive shuts their mouths for good? Uh, I can answer that question. No. No. (laughs) Because the internet exists and nobody ever shuts their mouth. Um, Colin Reardon took a massive... (laughs) This is great. (laughs) This is just exceptional. (laughs) Took a massive deuce on him. LOL. Let's... LFGK. Let's freaking go next. Yes. yes. Thank you, Colin. Robert Cross. It's your boy, John. Deuce McBride. Hashtag Eastern Conference Finals Dark Horse. Um, yes, that's that's it. That's the tweet. Mm-hmm. Haitian Ferg. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <sighs> After running his mouth to Bondi in that one-sided biased report, oof, uh, Cam showed exactly he couldn't crack the rotation, exactly why he couldn't crack the rotation tonight. Hard McBride showed what dogs look like. Tibbs unleashed and they ate. Okay, look, uh, let me just, I'll say what I have to say. Um, I think that the, the, the basketball apparatus at large often does a disservice to guys like Cam Reddish who come up and it's the AAU system and the whole thing and they have all the talent. I mean, Cam I'll sit here today and I'll say it. Cam Reddish has all the talent in the world. Um, now, I also think he lacks some very particular skills that 
at least at this time, will prevent him from being a big part of a, of a winning team. He also has the talent to improve those skills if he wants to put in the time and effort. And, you know, it, it, it put him in a situation where he was drafted by a team. They needed him to be X and he entered the league with the mentality of I'm going to be Y. And that mentality did not change upon the trade to New York. And then he kind of verged a little bit more on being X here in New York to his credit. And something then got lost in the sauce there when he was kind of like, no, I, I, I need a little bit more. Why? And uh, Tom Thibodeau took one look at him and say, oh, yeah, OK, I'll give you why. Go right over there. And that was that was essentially that. And um, look, the talent is still there. The, 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 all of the stuff is still there. He, I don't for one second think that he's like a bad guy or bad anything. But, you know. There needs to be a mentality change. And, we, and again, I used the comp months ago. Dennis Smith Jr. Once, once upon a time, the num- number one, number one, like Cam was at one point in time, number one prospect in the country. Now, there was an injury situation with Dennis Smith Jr. We don't have to get into it. But um, sometimes it takes a lot of stuff to happen. Now, Dennis Smith Jr. is almost out of the league. I don't think Cam is going to get to that point. But, you know, it's 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 more than... It's more than just Cam. He's he's a he's a talented player. He could still help a team um, win basketball games, and uh, I hope he I hope he gets the opportunity to figure it out. I think we're watching that now. Him getting the opportunity, him figuring to figure it, out? it out. No, just him getting the opportunity, getting to, figure opportunity it out. to figure it out. Yeah, that first shot I saw, the first two Cam moments I saw tonight again showed up for the second half, <laughs> were a brick off the side of the backboard and a three I mean, being made by Deuce in his face. It was serendipitous. This is like this is the player. Um, shout out to Duran, the, the visual variant, um, who was in the comments of the video I did with with Danny Meringue. Uh, this morning and what he was saying like camera reminds me of like a 14 year old prospect that like you see the talent you you can't wait to see what it becomes then you're reminded of the fact that he's 23 and that there needs to be you know a a bit of an expectation if your team has intentions of winning and where the blazes are right now at 31 and 30 Eight, 31 and 38, 31 and 37, headed toward the plane, headed out toward uh, the lottery. Um, winning doesn't matter. He can play as many minutes, get all the mistakes out as possible. The, the comp you're using about Dennis Smith getting back into the league, where is he? On a losing team. He's a backup point guard on a losing team. The, but that's, right. the, that's what that's, he that's what needs to happen. What did what happened to Markel Fultz? Went to a team that had no intention of winning because they traded Vooch and traded Aaron Gordon and traded anybody that assembled good in Orlando and he turned himself into a starting point the, guard, you know. The problem the problem is that the 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 NBA is not really designed to give second chances absent very specific circumstances. And there is a contract situation obviously with Cam, some a team this summer whether it's Portland or another team is going to need to decide whether to invest multiple years and you know a certain number of dollars in him and 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 again the added complication is they are investing that money for him to be what and for him to fill what role and for him to embrace 
you know, certain things like it's it's gotten dicey awfully quick. And that is part of why, again, when I said some things I, I honestly wish I could take back a few months ago. Um, part of why I said them is more due to the situation and the diciness of the situation and the fact that like y- you could, I mean, there's guy, there's examples of the, of a cam reddish in literally every draft that you could go back and look and it, it, you know, sometimes it works out, but oftentimes it works out in a way that may be different from what those expectations were for that player when they, you know, came into the league and, um, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens. Let's let's talk about something else. This is a great win, and we should be talking about the Knicks. We will. There will, of course, be the added baggage. So hopefully, it goes. There will be many a super chat. There will be also some fun ones we could talk about too. I okay. promise. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 